Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Talking with Andrew and Chris. I'm Andrew. And I learned a lot. I'm Chris, by the way. Yeah, that is Chris. And you know what? He learned a lot. I probably learned even more because we have another repeat guest. One of the best guests. They're all the best guests, but this one's also the best. Howie Spangler. He might be the smartest person I've ever spoken to in the music industry. And every time I get a chance to talk to him, and this is the third recorded time I've talked to him, like, learning a lot is an understatement. Like, I I say this a lot kind of as a joke, but, like, I really mean it this time. You should get a notebook out and take notes during this episode because he he's a wealth of knowledge, and we get it for free. Yeah, especially if you're listening under quarantine still. I mean, he kind of... This is, like, everything else that you get this information for is behind a paywall. And that might just be another idea we've given him if he heard if he heard this intro, like building a course. I'm sure something like that's got to be next for him because like, just that gotta that be. amount of knowledge is just well. Actually, you know, he's not that there's anything evil in that, but he's just too much of an artist. Where he just wants you to have the information because he wants to see you succeed too. And that's like the craziest thing that comes across in this episode. Because I think a more like devious or selfish creator, right? Andrew, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but they'd take what I just said and be like oh shit, like I can never be that open and honest again. But I'm sure if we had him on here in, in due time, he'd give us just as much good information to wherever the landscape of the world is at that point in time as far as being a creator goes, you know? Yeah, I mean, we just got off the phone with him, but I would bet all of the money in my bank account that if we called him back right now and he had another hour of free time to speak, that he would give us just as much, if not more, free information. Just because, like he says in this episode, it's what he loves to do. Yeah, um, you're really wagering a lot there, huh? I'm wa- I'm wagering everything, <laughs> because that's how strongly I believe that. Wow. Uh, Andrew, I mean, is there anything else that you believe strongly in? Hint, hint, nudge, nudge? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do believe in a lot of things very strongly. Uh, one of them being how much we love doing this show. And part of why we can do the show is because of listeners like you. That's right, I'm talking directly to you listening to this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And please continue to listen. We've got lots of great episodes in our backlog, including the first one with Howie. I don't know what number it is, but it's back there. You can go find it. I just pulled it up. So Chris knows so many things that I don't know. Uh, But we've got great guests like him. We've got Gabo from Fayuka, who we might be talking to again very soon. Hint, hint, wink, wink. And a lot of other ones. So go check it out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Follow us, subscribe, leave a five-star rating if you uh, have nothing better to do in quarantine. I don't know, it might help us out a lot. And uh, Chris, wait, that's not all this podcast does, right? We do other stuff. Well, given you asked me this question at this point in time, you know, if you asked me yesterday, I would say no, but I actually have an answer for that, Andrew. Um, we're on YouTube no now. No way. Yeah. What? Yep. YouTube.com. It, it was established in 2006. Basically, what YouTube is, for those of you who don't know, it is the number two search engine in the world, and it is a hub where creators can upload videos for free of any style of content, and, you know, hopefully someone will stumble upon it. it it's really cool. It's like a free TV service for the internet, and we're on there now. And, and you know, Howie's episode is... I think this whole episode's about building new platforms and staying motivated and staying driven, so I think it's only fitting that Howie is the, the episode we launched the channel with. And uh, so if you guys want to follow us on YouTube, just type in the name of this show, Talking with Andrew and Chris. We'll be there, and we hope to see you there. Yeah, I mean, it's only fitting that Howie is, you know, the first one we do since I'm sure that 
most of, if not all, the information we used to launch this channel was probably given to us from Howie anyway, just listening to him talk. <laughs> Alright, man. Now you've just given too much away. <laughs> anyway, listen, if you're if you get tired of looking at us and hearing us talk, there's one more thing that we have to give you, and that's a Spotify playlist. That's right. This podcast also wants to give you the playlist of all the amazing artists that we've had on the show and will have on the show. And I myself personally have a lot of playlists on my Spotify, like 120 something that I've made. I love playlists, and this one is one of the best, I have to say, personally. Yeah, again, just type in Talking with Andrew and Chris, T-A-L-K-I-N, apostrophe, with no G, and you'll find it. There's music from Walkney, from 7715, who just dropped a new banger recently called Gone. Shout out to the homies. And there's there's True. music from Ballyhoo in there. There's music from, from Fayuka. There's music from even our, our, our pro- projects and bands and, you know, things that we do. There's a lot in that playlist, and I think it's all pretty good for the most part. And, and when I mean for the most part, I mean the entirety of the playlist, Andrew, just to specify. Thank you. Thank you for specifying. <laughs> and I know that we're, we're hitting you guys with a lot of content, and I know what you're thinking. There can't possibly be more. But you're wrong. No way. Because Chris, Chris has a whole other podcast on this network called Talkin' TV. Chris... Who else is on that podcast? Well, I, on that podcast, go under a different alias. I am known as the TV Nerd, and my co-host, Dominic Rizzi, a.k.a. the Movie Nerd, each week... A bunch of nerds. A bunch of nerds just each week set out to talk about movies, TV, comics, uh, and just pop culture, and just sort of kind of just have fun doing it. That's, like, why we do all this, and it's just another outlet for us to exercise our gift of gab, um, as, as uh, you know, the late Mac Miller once, once put so so perfectly so yeah i mean if you guys want to check it out it's on all the major podcast platforms as well as youtube just type in talking t-a-l-k-i-n apostrophe no g tv hope to see you there and also i hope to see you on my personal youtube channel i put out videos a lot i'm I'm trying to do every day and so far i've been on track with that um the schedule, I think, is something that sort of ebbs and flows as we get back to hopefully opening up and uh, return to work and school and whatnot. But like right now, I'm hitting it really hard. And even when things open back up, I'm still going to be pretty fervorously, just intensely attacking that channel and trying to grow something there because I'm having a blast being on, on YouTube. And that's why we're moving this show right here to YouTube. So I hope you guys, I hope that wasn't too much. But yeah, we, we just hit you guys with a lot of potential content. So we'll stop. Uh, you know, telling you guys about other stuff you can check out and get to the meat and the potatoes of this great episode so you guys can start learning things. But before that, as is our tradition, we're going to let you calm down for a second with a little bit of music. Chris, what music are we hitting them with? Here is All I Ever Wanted by Howie Spangler on Talking with Andrew and Chris. Stay tuned. Keep my soul in place 
What is going on, guys? And welcome back yet again. You know what time of the week it is. It's Monday, and it's talking with Andrew and Chris time. And today we are joined yet again. Uh, another two-peat, as we like to call it. You, you know Andrew and I have been, well, we're a little worried, let's be honest, about everything that's that's going on out there. Um, they say things time. are getting better, and it, it is scary times, Andrew, and I hope that they are. But just to be sure, we've been doing sort of like quarantine check-ins with some of our past guests, just to make sure everything's okay out there. And it seems like everything's going well for this guest in specific. So, Howie, welcome back to the show, man. How you been? We appreciate you being here, dude. Hey man, glad to be back. Thanks for having me, man. I'm uh, I'm doing well. Cool, good to hear. What's it What's it like down there in Maryland? I'm, I mean, you're not too far from New York, so I'm sure it's a similar picture. Uh, you know, uh, Maryland is actually doing really well. Um, I like that we're not national news like New York and California, um, yeah. and Italy. But yeah. uh, you know, I mean, we're we're. I think most people are complying. Um. Most people aren't going out and getting in big groups and hanging out. Uh, you know, you have your few, but um, you know, it's it's as far as my family is concerned, we're we're just chilling. You know, we're trying to find stuff to do, and you know, the kids are doing homeschooling, and uh, you know, we go to the grocery store. It's just one of us, me, me or Danielle. You know, so it's usually me. <clears throat> I, I kind of have a system, and you know, when I get back. You know, I try not to touch anything that I don't need to touch and, you know, uh, don't touch my face, things like that. Well, you know, now we've got, um, you know, we have to wear masks uh, wherever we go, uh, which is strange. But, you know, everybody, I think everybody's used to it by now. Yeah. Um, except my mask. I was walking into the liquor store today. Danielle's like, you got to give me some Bloody Mary stuff. So hit the <laughs> liquor store out to the post office because I've been mailing out po- uh, packages and stuff for, for fans that are like buying value merch and, and my merch so every couple of days i go to the post office and on the way back i hit the liquor store and i'm putting my mask back on to go into the store the liquor store and uh one of my straps broke one of the bands broke on the on the mask so i'm like kind of holding it up you know yeah trying to pay for everything yeah so there's that um you know but like i said I'm, I'm busy as hell like i'm i have a lot of artists coming at me that with projects and stuff and i'm doing the podcasts and um you know, making videos and just trying to be creative, write songs, record, whatever. So Yeah, it's busy. definitely not a great time to be a performer right now, but it seems like it could be a pretty huge time to be a producer right now. Yeah, um, that's that's absolutely true. And, and, you know, for being a performer, I mean, you know, we just have to adapt. That's all. We have to, you know, everything is moved online. And it's, um, you know, this was something that, many of us weren't prepared for um and i'm I'm just speaking for artists like uh the creatives out there music and uh maybe even i don't know maybe even graphic artists i, I don't know but um <clears throat> as far as like singing and stuff and you know doing shows i would say okay so people that perform out uh, you know out and, and go on tour and things like that um, we weren't prepared for this. And there are certain people that were prepared. Like I was pretty much, I was already doing this. I was, I've been going live, you know, for a, a while. And I had my YouTube channel going back in January of 2019. Uh, Brandon from Bumpin' Uglies, he's, he's been like hammering his Facebook live for a couple of years now. So he already, like, he has a built-in fan base there that goes to him every time he performs. 
Uh, same with me when I go on YouTube. And YouTube is very hard to build um, because it's like the one of the top search engines in the world, yet there's a lot of people that still don't use that on the reg. Where Facebook is more, the the engagement rate is higher probably because you can share right there. Like everybody you know is on Facebook. But then if you perform with Facebook, some people aren't on Facebook. So that's why I do it on YouTube because anybody can go watch it. You don't have to be a member of Google or something to watch YouTube. Right. Um, but now you see people sort of scrambling to kind of figure out uh, how they can produce some sort of experience for their fans to keep it going um, because, you know, these bands aren't making money because they're not on tour. You know, that's where the money is. And that's how we pay our bills. Um, and we're lucky enough to have a, a, a pretty extensive catalog of songs that, that produce some actual real money. You know, um, if you're, if you're getting a thousand streams a month, that's really not going to do anything for you. But, you know, we're, our band can stream anywhere from one to 2 million a month on a, on a, on a great month. Um, and so that brings in actual decent money. You know, nobody's rich or anything. It's just like we can pay bills and things with it and yeah, we're totally. able to pay salary and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you, you see these artists that are just sort of figuring it out and like kind of the production value is not great. But I, I tell people it doesn't have to be great. That's something you build on eventually. You know, it's took, taken me a while to get where I am now, like with this setup. I don't even like, you know, doing, showing off my back here. Like I like having... The camera back, you know, where you, I don't know if your audience can see this, but um, you guys can see, like, I had this whole setup right here, kind of mm -hmm. to where this flag stops, and then the, the Kurt Cobain poster. But behind there is, like, my slider and, like, the, you know, just random boxes and shit back there. <laughs> behind the curtain kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I really tried my best. I got to get an extension cable. I tried my best to hide my bed behind me but with the softbox, <laughs> but you know what? We're doing it live, man. Like you said, we have to adjust to the times that we were handed. So, at I've least got, I've got my camera propped up on my bed, so I'm pretty <laughs> yeah, lucky, yeah, I guess. Exactly. But you know, that's that's one of the main reasons. Like, aside from just, and I'm glad to see that you and your family are doing okay in all this craziness. But I mean, one of the main reasons why I really wanted to have you back on the show in specific is because, as we told you in the past, like a lot of our audience is is me and Andrew's peers. You know, musicians who are are trying to get to like where you guys are, and and who are hungry and who want to learn. And these times, especially, took everything that you know we've we've all been building on for years, and we're just some of us just finally starting to get a hang of, and just flipped it sideways. But but you seem mm -hmm. to be like an early adopter to pretty much like everything and especially taking these live streams to like a whole nother level. So you kind of touched upon it with, you know, your opening sort of uh, let's call it like uh, an opening crawl there for lack of a better phrase. But like, could you sort of elaborate on how like the Ballyhoo plan, the, the Tales from the Green Room plan and even your personal channel is sort of adjusting to still be productive in these times? Well, it's it's very important to um, to always try to be looking ahead and reading the market and reading like your fans, seeing what they want from you, you know, because you really can do a lot, some solid R&D, you know, just by watching the comments. Like I go back and I watch, the, I look at the comments for all my streams because I want to see what these people are talking about. I want to see like what it is they want from me and what they want from the band, what they would love to see from other bands. I, I see it all the time. I go on Facebook and I look and I see, did you see so-and-so stream the other night? Like it was really lame, you know, like stuff like that. Well, what was lame about it? You know, like go deeper and, and, and learn. Don't just do your stream and just call it a night. Like go back in, even the next morning and just 
watch the stream and just kind of skim through and look at the look at the look at the uh, the chat and then check your DMs and like look at your your audience is constantly talking to you, you know, and letting you know what they want. And when it came to like the podcast and like the YouTube channel and stuff, you know, here we are. This is happening. Physical is gone. Like it's all digital. It's online, right? This is the current state of things. And this isn't going away. This is only going to get bigger. Even when things get better, you know, with the quarantine stuff, <clears throat> when we're allowed to go back outside again, we're still going to go to shows and stuff. But live streaming and live video podcasts, I was watching for the last year, I was watching video podcasts start to take off. You've got H3, you've got, you know, Joe Rogan, obviously. Um, Chris D'Elia even is doing his video podcast just him just talking to the camera and goofing off with his laptop yeah i saw like, that yeah i've been watching these things take off and and i was like okay video podcast is next for me i gotta i gotta make the move and i was looking for i was researching services to to make this happen um how can i do this because you know when you take a video and you record a video and then you um you know you record your your audio separately uh and then you want to put those together in your in your video editor and then you export that. The file can get really big, especially if you're going for an hour, you know. And some my stuff goes an hour or two lately. Um, and so I was looking for a service to where I could do like a even a private live stream that where no one could watch, and I could, you know, just kind of just no pressure, just kind of do my thing. And what's great about YouTube Live is that um, you can set up a private stream and once you're done with your whatever you're doing it saves automatically as a video right so there's no upload the only the downside to that is you can't post process you can't go in and like cut things out or fix something or you know it's you have to kind of just let it flow and and sort of you know it's live so it's going to be there's going to be ums and uhs and some long pauses and sort of weird moments you know um that's where you got to, you know, where, as opposed to like where I, I just, you know, all my audio podcasts, I just sit in front of my, in Pro Tools or whatever, and just talk. And if I mess up, I can go change it or whatever, you know? Um, so that's what I was looking for. You know, anytime you try to upload a video 10 minutes or more, it's, it's going to be a really big file and it's going to take forever. Um, and I don't want, you know, 20, 30 gig, gigabyte video files sitting on hard drives. You know, I'd rather just put them up there. So I found StreamYard um, from some friends that suggested it. And I really like it. It's the same idea. Like right now, we're recording in StreamYard. We're not live, though. You, we're just recording a private session. So you can have like a, just like a Zoom thing. You can have a private conversation and whoever has the link can join. Um, and so that you can download the video afterwards. You can download the audio, audio separately, which is great. And then we're going to more features. Um, you know, you have to really do some research and do some testing. I had some issues last night with StreamYard where my audio was cutting in and out, and I was, I'm playing songs. It's very noticeable. Um, and I'm just trying to work it out to where I can find the best, because I'll pay for a platform. I'm, I'm, if, if I can get great features um, and a good quality stream out of it, I will pay for it, you know. Um, but I've been testing the waters and seeing what's, what's going on. So far, StreamYard is great, except for that the audio things really irking me. And I had a, I had to shut down my stream and start a whole new stream last night. I lost viewers. It, it got really, really ugly. Um, 
so I'm going to go back to Streamlabs OBS for that for now. Streamlabs OBS is, uh, sorry, I feel like this is very long-winded. Um, no, that's, no, it's all it's good fine, stuff, yeah. though. <laughs> I'm, uh, Streamlabs OBS is, is a separate app that takes more work to set up, but you have a lot more control. Um, whereas StreamYard has some really cool features. You can throw overlays on there. You can throw, like, um, little banners, little tickers, little things like that. Uh, but it's very minimal and limited. Um, with OBS, you can get very crazy and throw all kinds of stuff up there, and there's all kinds of features and stuff. But you got to kind of know there's a learning curve to it. You know, Streamlabs stream is, I mean, sorry, StreamYard is very, everything's stream, this and that. Uh, <laughs> StreamYard is very simple. I, it literally took me five minutes. I was like, oh, I'm just, I'm just clicking things. Like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Okay, I'll use that later. You know, you start using your imagination. Um, Zoom is great. They've had privacy, privacy issues. Um, you know, so far, nobody that I know has had any issues like Zoom bombing or anything like that. Um, mm -hmm. I guess there's also people selling data from like on the black market now, the dark yeah. web. Oh, great. Just um, what we needed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, hey, great, you know, great way to make money from home, right? Yeah. So I've been holding off on the Zoom, uh, you know, just kind of waiting. But uh, just change your passwords, people, and, and use some really great passwords, not, not like uh, your favorite color and your favorite number. You know, like really, there's plenty of like, password generators out there that come up with some crazy stuff and now there's like your password saves to your phone and like the keychain and iCloud or like get it use an app like Dashlane or, or one password or something like that you know mm -hmm. um you know we gotta be we gotta get more secure um but yeah there's a lot of options I'm just trying different ones and seeing what works and um you know as as I figure out what works I'm letting people know you know because I want people to I want people to prosper man I'm, I'm like there's no there's no like I'm keeping this for myself kind of thing. You know, I don't have that, that attitude. I want people to succeed and uh, right. do great things because, you know, a rising tide, it just, it helps everybody, you know? There's room for everyone at the top. Yeah, if you're creative and you're doing something awesome, people are going to pay attention and, and you will stick out. Mm -hmm. well, now, that's all, that's all real good advice with, uh, like, how to reach everybody. But what I would like to know, I've seen a lot of artists, like, been postponing their albums like they were like oh my album is supposed to come out in a week but obviously with all this i don't want to put out an album and then not tour on it and i've seen a lot of them some of them are just postponing the album but a lot of them have been like instead of putting out an album putting out singles do you think that that is a real do you think that that's a good way to do it or do you think it's smarter to just kind of wait it out and try to find new content to put out and just wait and then release the album and try to tour on it when you can tour again i understand the the uh the idea of wanting to tour on a record, but I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's, is it worth waiting and putting it off? I'm not sure because to me, I think the fans want as much content as possible. I'm not against putting out singles either. I mean, we're doing that as well at the moment. Um, you know, we don't have a full release yet. Um, now these bands that, that are, they have an album kind of sitting there, they're ready to go, you know, with maybe they have video content and all that um uh, you know, every, every band is has their own situation and you know not one one way is good for everybody mm -hmm. um but i think that you know we we're living in a time where we don't know what's going to happen we don't know when this is going to let up uh when we're going to get back to normal shows i mean you know i try to weed through the bullshit and see see like the try not to believe things and I, I like to do my own research and you know there's there's some articles flying around about 
how live shows aren't going to return until like end of next year, 2021. I, I've been seeing right, that. Right, yeah, I've, I've been even, seeing stuff like that too. Yeah, I've even read like some of the bigger arenas like MSG, like 2022, early 2022, which is just absurd to yeah. me. But I mean, it makes sense given how this thing's spreading, you know? I mean, stadium shows and arena shows, man, you're talking ten to 60,000 people in one place and there's no vaccine. There's no vaccine. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and there's like, I guess most people aren't dying from this, right? There, But there's still people that are dying. There's A life is a life, you know? For sure. You, you go, oh, only 10,000 people. I don't know what the number is. That's still 10,000 people that are dead and they're not coming back, you know, because of this thing. And it's not just old people. Like, you know, there's young people dying. There's uh, There's guys in their 40s. There's a guy that's thirty that's thirty years old. And it was on the news two weeks ago. His wife is on CNN. He got it, and four days later, he was dead. He was healthy. You know. Yeah, um, it can happen to anybody. It's honestly insane right now. And the idea of going to a concert, you know, it's just like I don't want to get that shit. I don't want my kids to get it. Um, yeah. You know, if if we are back to doing shows, we're not going to the merch table. We're not doing that normal stuff like we want to, but. You know, you got to be safe. Uh, I don't know. I don't see those big scale, those large scale shows doing anything for a long time. If we get back to shows like normal, you know, our size shows like theaters, small clubs, you know, I've heard something about like a two two fifty cap rule. Like maybe they're going to, even if it's a 500 cap room, only 250 people going at a time. I don't know. I don't know how that's, how that's going to be. Uh, this obviously doesn't help businesses, you know, like bars and restaurants and things. Um, I just don't know. And, and I think to sit there and wait is a mistake. Um, you can't wait for the for the world to change, man. You can't wait for things. You have to just go get it. And I think that your fans appreciate it. If we put out a full record right now, our fans would be stoked. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, and, and, uh, I don't know. I think that you need to, like these bands that have a record sitting there and they're waiting to go on tour. I think serve your fans. I think you should get on there and find some way to perform those shows like we do. Uh, and some places, I you know, I think California is still in complete lockdown. They can't go anywhere or do anything. Um, yeah, I think so. So, you know, you may not have the means to do it. Think of something, you know. Um, do quarantine videos like Goldfinger on Bally who we just did some as well our, our first one goes live tomorrow like get creative I mean some of these bands I think maybe are either lazy or they they're confused they don't know what to do maybe they don't maybe they don't want to put in the work you know because it takes work you know it takes work to, for me to get all my guys to film themselves to get dressed it's hard to get dressed right now <laughs> yeah absolutely it, it, dude to get to get motivated to do anything Hey man, I mean, I'm I'm getting to know my sweatpants better than I ever have throughout the entirety Seriously. of this thing. Hey. So hey, I man. I totally understand where you're coming from with that. <laughs> Everybody's hair looks like shit right now. <laughs> I need a haircut so bad, so bad, terrible. Bro. You know, you guys are lucky. It's... You have natural locks that work for you. I already don't. So me not me being out of my haircut realm. I mean, I'm I'm finding hats I didn't even know I owned. Let's just let's just put it that way. But no, you're totally right, dude. And I think the big thing I'm getting from all that is, you know, 
you're talking about early adopting, but I, I think what's even more important, because you hear a lot of people saying early adopting, you're actually doing it, but I think what you're doing is even on your downtime, it seems like you're watching video podcasts, and yeah, that's entertainment, but I'm sure in the back of your head, you're like, oh, look at that shot, look at that lighting, how can I do this? I think that's the bigger lesson to get from all this, and and so how do you sort of teach yourself to never be off the clock, even when you're on the clock, you know? Yeah, because especially or, or now it's like you know what I mean. <laughs> it's it's that fine line. It's that fine line of like I better get some work done because I'll never have this much free time again. But also like I kind of want to relax and chill because when will I ever have this much free time again? Yeah, um, for me, I have to train myself to get off the clock. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's I, like I someone else I know. <laughs> I'm never off. I'm never like, and it cuts into family time, and we we have conversations about that heated conversations about that um but uh you know i i do the best i can to to be there for the family and make sure i um you know i make breakfast lunch and dinner and get that hang time uh you know she's thankfully she's handling a lot of the uh the homeschooling like I, i'll do math with him and stuff because that shit's crazy um <laughs> fractions Agreed. man fractions bro it's like fuck um, fractions dude Fuck fractions. Dude, I'm um, going back to uh, business school this coming fall, and I could not be any more scared to go back into a math class. Let, let me tell you that much. I mean, fractions are the least of my worries right now. Especially because now yeah, you're going to be getting into economics, which is just oh, like gosh. jerk math. Tell me about it, yeah. So I'm with oh, you on man. that, dude. No, thank you. Um, yeah. We, you know, so for me, it's uh, it's it's all about I, I, I get in a bad mood when I'm not working on something, especially when I know I've got projects waiting. Like if I'm, if I get behind my son's birthday was yesterday, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't thinking about work, you know, cause I have a lot of things going on right now, but yeah, a day like yesterday, we gotta, I gotta shut it off and I gotta, I gotta do what's right. You know, um, the other days, you know, it's, if, if something takes me away, I get in a bad mood and I'm like, I, I really have so much to do or I need to be doing this. Um, you know, I think it's just, it's just a matter of like, you know, when you say like, oh, you know, it's quarantine, I, I can be getting a lot of stuff done now or I could be chilling. I, you know, I need to take advantage of this time. You know, I take advantage of the time by getting more work done. I, I, I don't uh, I don't do a whole lot of Netflix and chill. I don't you know, I don't watch a lot of shows. Now, there are shows that I get I get hooked on, things like that. M- movies I want to watch. I, I incorporated video games back into my life by turning nice. it into a business like Twitch and YouTube, like gaming, like, so I could play video games again. Like, because I, I just, I, I, you know, for me, I love video games. I've loved them since I was a kid and it's a way for me to kind of turn my brain off and stop being stressed out about this work, the music stuff mm-hmm. or the, the creative stuff. Um, and so now I can play video games on YouTube and Twitch and be like, well, babe, it's like, you know, there's a chance that you make a little bit of money off of it. <laughs> you know, there's some revenue there. <laughs> That's no, cool. yeah, I, I promise, babe, I'm still working. Yeah. And well, yeah, you're not making any money. Well, it's, I know because I got to build it. It's another thing I got to build. You know, it's another channel. Um, but, uh, you know, so I use that, but I don't, uh, I don't, even that I, I play for like an hour or two, you know, mm-hmm. um, at the most. And it's not, it's really not as much. Th- this takes up everything. The, the, writing and writing the music and producing and mixing and things like that doing podcasts yeah totally so it's it's been a year since our last conversation and 
since Has then, it? yeah, wow, just, yeah, that's just, crazy. Just about, yeah, right. Like uh, April. Yeah, I think so. Um, almost exactly a year. And and so since you know, then you had just started the podcast on top of everything you do with Ballyhoo, uh, and now you have your YouTube channel. You're doing Twitch, and so like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, y- it seems like you're just you love the rush of of building new things like like you kind of just said right like it, it almost seems like that's like the fun in it for you i mean obviously then maintaining it it has its own rewards but it seems like you're just adopting like i was saying at the top of this podcast like every new avenue you can and taking advantage of especially in these quarantine times is is there something about that rush though that is like specifically like gets you going oh yeah absolutely man it's uh there you know the the fun is the process the fun is the journey you know, the fun is, is getting things going. And then when things start, when they get to a point where, um, it's just another thing, it's like a second nature, things are just moving, flowing, all the parts are moving together in unison and well-oiled. That feeling is great. That's how I feel about my streams now, you know, except for last night, cause I tried something new. You know, when you try something new, you got to be prepared or, or at least, mentally prepared for um for things to go wrong and when things go wrong you adjust you know and 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 move forward um but now with my live streams everything's set up like i've you know i'd come on i flip my camera on over here uh i go over to Streamyard or, or Streamlabs obs and i i i start i just do it it's like easy now you know um the podcast very simple uh you know, and especially now with the, the videos, like people just come on and, you know, being that it's, I do a lot of them live lately with, with these artists because I want people to get involved and ask them cool questions and stuff. Like people understand that it's live. So the pressure sort of goes away for it to be a hundred percent pro, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to seem so professional and, uh, uh, polished, you know, like there's rawness to it and that that's what I like. Mm-hmm, you totally. know, I, I love when, when it comes to putting out the songs and the music and recording and stuff, everything to me has to sound perfect to me. Like it has to sound the best it can get. So we'll, I'll spend, you know, days working on a vocal or a guitar line or something, or make sure the mix is just right. I'll listen to a song a thousand times just to make sure everything's right. But with a live stream or a live podcast, or something like that, it's live, it's live TV. You're, you're, things are going to happen, you know, and, uh, the more you do it, the more comfortable you get. Um, and when it comes to building something new, like when I started the podcast or when I started the YouTube channel, um, yeah, hell yeah. It's exciting, man. It's exciting. I, I, even when I did my, my EP, my solo EP, I'd wanted to do that forever. I finally did it. It was exciting when I hit upload, man. And it was there. I was like, well, this is so cool, dude. Like, people are listening to my shit, you know, separate from the value. It's, this is my thing, you know? And, um, it was, uh, it's, it's great. I love making things and I love giving them to the world. And when I see people get value from that, get, get something positive out of it, it's just, man, it's like, I don't know what people are going to think, but when they, but when they come back and like, this is amazing. Thank you. This helps so much. That is just like the extra you know mm-hmm. well yeah that's the dream right there that that is that is 100 percent the dream and and it's sort of the modern dream you know adopting and, and balancing this like content creator brain and then the music brain which you've had going for so many more years than the content creator brain but is, the, is there sometimes is it, is it hard to sort of like 
you know, how do you switch from like making the YouTube and the lighting and, and, you know, the audio for your podcast and, and all the different sort of things you put out on your YouTube channel look good. And then when you go to write a song, like, are, are you drained or do you allot a certain amount of energy for each? Cause, cause now you got two outlets where you create original music for, you know, and, and that's something these are, I guess I'm selfishly asking, this is where I want to be in, in, in some time. <laughs> I'm, I'm still at the very, the baby steps, but, but I know a lot of my friends who listen to this are also just as aspirational, if not more. So we're all just curious, like, how, how do you balance all this, man, as a one-man team, especially, you know? Um, you know, it's, it's a, again, it's for the love of it. It's for, because it's fun to me. And, um, you know what? Yeah, I get, I get just like anything else. I get burnt out. I get tired. I'm like, all right, I'm tired of fucking with this song, or this isn't coming out the way I want, or this video sucks, or whatever. Um, I just, I'll move on to the next thing. You know, like you, can't, you got to know when to like just say, okay, all right, I submit. I'm done for now. Like I'll come back to this later, and usually, I'll jump back into something because I really want to see it through. You know. Um, there are moments where I, I just say, okay, this is never, ever going to work, you know, so I'll, I'll throw it aside and I just move on to the next thing. Um, if I, if I feel like, uh, a song is not working out, I'll, I'll go work on a, you know, I'll make a video for something or, or I'll go live or, um, do the podcast or something like, you know, if, if I'm in the middle of a mix, like mixing for another band and shit's just like not coming together or, or like, I feel like, you know, my ears are tired, you know, I'll say, all right, I'm, I'm done with this and I'll come back to it. It like, sometimes it gets very, I mean, every time it gets very tedious, uh, when you got to go in there and tune vocals and things and break things up and, you know, listen back and, um, and I'll, I'll go, I'll start going, Oh, well, actually this doesn't sound that bad. I'll just let, I'll let this go. As soon as I start thinking like that, I'm like, okay, it's time to shut it down. I gotta, <laughs> yeah. I gotta, take a break i'll come back because i'll come back tomorrow and i'll jump back into it have that enthusiasm again you know it's, it's like don't let something go um that's half-assed or it's this'll do you know don't let that go just put it down if you have time especially especially if you have time there's no definitive time or like i got a week left to make this happen or whatever come back to it tomorrow you know and there's always something else that i could be doing um you know it's it, you can't you can't like I love doing what I do and and you know being self-employed and all that creating my own thing that's it's amazing um but it does get crazy and you just gotta put it aside go take a break you know step away they say to like take a break if, especially if you're like mixing records like take a break take 20 minutes and just go chill and come back to it you know yeah I was reading somewhere that the hairs in your ear eventually start to fall down and so you can't filter the different frequencies as uh, as strongly as you could if, if not just a little bit of science there for all the listeners out interesting there. yeah yeah it's something to look up that's crazy um, yeah yeah I remember um I used to go to this studio and the engineer would I would always get frustrated this is like years ago before I, I even like knew any of the stuff and, and he was the one who told me that he's like dude like trust me I know you're not hearing it but like I need a break. It's it's getting muddy, and I was like, "Oh man, I'm in the moment though. I want to keep I want to keep going on this song." But he needed his breaks, and it always made for a good product. But that's just uh, so that makes sense that you're sort of naturally just just doing that. I don't know if you knew that uh, that or not, but you know, uh, I, I know I don't know about the the hair and the ears thing. That's pretty cool. It's interesting. Um, no, it's just like you start to you have to figure out your limits, and when you do it enough, you know, there's one thing. There, you know, there's something to be said for pushing through 
right? Like sometimes you do need to push through. Sometimes you're like, I'm right there. And you need a producer or something to to say, you got this, man. Like, come on, give me like three more and just hit this part here or whatever. I get that. But then there's moments where it's just like, this is not happening right now. And I'm just going to get mad and and frustrated by, by forcing it. You can't force everything, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, you know, I tell people, people hit me up all the time. How, how long did it take you to learn to play guitar and all that? I'm like, bro, it took me like a year before I felt good about playing in front of someone. Like I'd never played a show before at that point, but like, you know, before I'd be in my basement or, you know, my room, just like working on it. And, um, but I did it every day, you know? So you, you push through some things if you're, especially if you're trying to learn something. But if that vocal isn't working out and your voice isn't great that day, you got to remember that this is forever. If you've got the time to, to, to do this tomorrow or even next week, come back next week when your voice is better. Don't, you know, I, back in the day when we, when we were, you know, recording on no budget, you know, just kind of the band guys putting their money together, whatever possible. Uh, and recording on a random Tuesday at two thirty. Hey, we got we got two hours. Let's get let's get in and, and do this. You know, before we could do this on our own. This is back in the two thousands, and it was way more expensive to record back then. Um, you know, I, we did that's the forty ounce of freedom cover, the Sublime song, and then we did another cover, Let's Go Get Stone. We did two Sublime songs. One got released, and I had like a, a, um, a sinus infection that day. And I go in to sing, but I'm like, well, this is the only time I have to do it. Like, I got to do it now. I got to do it bad. So, like, I listen back. I'm like, God, why? And <laughs> people, people, people don't really notice it. Maybe I don't, I don't know. People, nobody's ever said anything about it. I notice it. I'm like, I would never let that go today. I'd be like, bro, come back next week. You know, it's just you got to remember that this stuff's forever. I recorded that song in 2005. It's 15 years later. You know what I mean? And that song got on Pandora and made like it really made the band pop like we didn't even have our own music up there yet in like 06 and that started making us popular because of that sublime song I'm like that's the song where like my voice is dog shit (laughs) you know yeah yeah what a false representation I suppose you were thinking although to be honest I didn't notice it but that's always the thing like you know being a singer you 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 know when it's not right even if to the outside ear it's it sounds just business as usual but yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh dude, I mean, so like did you ever think yeah. that, you know, the issue with touring would be that you'd be locked in and quarantined when you guys were back in 2000 just trying to get out there and like do yeah. the thing professionally, you know? <laughs> I I bet it was just one of the things on his list, man, like hey guys, let's get ready for an international pandemic. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> just, just because he's had like that sort of like, you know, to to go and then yeah. become like the uh, the yeah. touring I mean, hey, touring that's lifestyle. fair. If if anyone we've ever talked to would have already been ready for an international pandemic scenario, it would have been Howie. So I guess that's fair to ask him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're like the the guest superhero to the show, and I guess it's fitting because you, your studio is <laughs> called the Batcave, you know. But as far as yeah. like content creating and just being prolific, that, that's that's kind of like the brand you've taken in, in at least the talking, uh, you know, podcast uh, uni- cinematic universe, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. It is expanding. Uh, I, uh, yeah, it is. I mean, I'm seeing shows and stuff pop up all the time now with uh, other artists and such. Um, I don't know. I, I just think that, uh, I was able to jump on early, early adopters. Usually they tend to be successful. Um, you know, because you may be, you're one of a few, you know, Mm -hmm. and so people, those eyes are on you 
and you can set an example. Um, I wasn't the first podcaster. I, I came along pretty late, honestly. YouTube, I came along very late because everybody that started doing it in 05, 06, 07, 08, they're the ones that are actually making millions of dollars now and because they jumped on early. Those, those kids that are on TikTok now that um, just make silly videos, dance moves and things like that, they jumped on early and they've got millions of followers and they got brand deals and stuff. It's because they jumped on early. They, they, they figured it out. You know, that's why, that's why like, if you listen to guys like Gary V or something, if you're not, you should, he's very motivational, motivational. Um, he, he'll tell you like, you gotta pay attention and try everything. Like try all the new apps that come out, like really, you know, read your audience and, and see, you know, that's where I learned a lot of this stuff. And that, some of the stuff, like I was already kind of putting into practice, but I didn't, I didn't realize, I didn't realize, I thought it was just my method. I didn't realize that it was a real method. Like it works for, you know, everyone. Um, I just always loved getting back to fans in, in the messages and like staying in contact and doing the merch table after the set and creating an organic experience for people. Um, you know, and, and as far as like the, uh, again, having the, the channel, the YouTube and, and the podcast and stuff, and the live streams. Um, I just, you know, it's like looking back, everybody should have been doing this already, you know, because now everything is online, right? And back to what I was saying earlier is that you have some artists that are sort of scrambling to figure it out when had they been doing this for a couple years, they, it would have just been another thing like, oh yeah, I'm fine. You know, you already, when you set yourself up, just like how, you know, the United States should have already had infrastructure for something like this. Schools should have already had a backup plan for doing distance learning, Mm -hmm. right? Like on the TV. Like I literally, we're, most people have a laptop with an HDMI connection that, you know, I don't know about most people, but if you have a laptop, it probably has some sort of video connection that you can put in your TV and put your kids in front of it. And your teacher can go, go, can zoom a class. You know, those things are already in place but it's just no one figured it out. No one was like, oh, well, okay. So if something ever goes down to where we need to be out of school for an uh, indefinite amount of time, uh, we can switch it on. You know, they had, a, they, had to, um, they had to go through this lengthy process of, I mean, it went pretty quickly considering for the government, but, you know, putting that trillion dollar, what, $2 trillion thing in place and then like $480 billion for something else, like small businesses, things like that. The unemployment stuff for self, for self-employed and gig workers, that goes live tomorrow. That, as far as the, uh, you can, you can apply for that tomorrow. Oh, cool. Um, That's good information yeah, to get out there. Hell yeah. yeah. At least in Maryland, you can. Okay. Uh, everybody should look this up, but um, I imagine it's around the same around the country. But anyway, this is stuff that like before, before tomorrow, someone like me or someone like you guys who are, you know, doing music or whatever, um, gig workers, you couldn't apply for unemployment. You weren't eligible, but now as of tomorrow, you will be as for just in Maryland, I'll say, um, that should have already been in place. Like we should already had a safety fund ready to go that switches on UBI, you know, universal basic income, basically that switches on when something like this happens. And, it's just, it's money saved for a rainy day. You know what I mean? And like, so, so these businesses don't have to struggle. There's a, there's a club in, uh, in, in, uh, Asbury Park, New Jersey. I just heard is closing down. It's it's a famous bar that we played at many times. And like, I, I mean, so many Jersey artists, like 
famous people have what, played the lanes there. Or? Uh, no, uh, uh, oh, Stone Pony, uh, the, the Saint. Oh, okay, okay. It's a small gotcha. bar, <clears throat> and uh, we packed that place out so many times, and I was sad to hear it. Like, um, I, I need to see if there's an article, but um, anyway, this stuff should have been in place. Like, they, it's just it's not, you know. Yeah. And now, hopefully, this is going to open everybody's eyes, and now things will be in place for next time because this will happen again. Uh, you know that we've already had several, you know, outbreaks and stuff over the last twenty years, but. Um, this has been the craziest. And, you know, and I couldn't agree more. Bill Gates did try to tell us four years ago. For some reason, you know, people just did. didn't want to listen. And I'm sure he wasn't the first. Just look at the movie Contagion. I just rewatched yeah. that from yeah. my other podcast. And so we had a guest on. We did a collab, which, by the way, everyone out there is creating content. This is a great time to collaborate with other YouTubers and whatnot. For sure. And so our guest is, like, super into his shtick is that, like, he researches, like, the thought behind the movie, the process of writing it. And so the director, um, Soderbergh, he actually hired, like, actual scientists and former CDC workers to, like, plan out the hypotheticals. And that's why the information in that movie is so spot on. And it's scary because that movie came out in 2011. Right. So you got to think it was written in, what, 2008, 2009, like, the latest, you know? Mm-hmm. So you're totally, you guys are totally right in, in regards to saying that. And I mean, yeah, like, I mean, to sum it up, crazy. it's really just like we were like, you need to be proactive as opposed to reactive because sometimes it's too late to react and then you can't do anything. When, when, when shit went down and shows went away, I was like, oh, well, I, I got my podcast and I got my YouTube channel. Like I was already coasting. I was locked in. I was ready for this, you know, and uh, I've I've stepped it up. You know, I wasn't even utilizing it as much as I was before this. But now, like I said, like this isn't going away. Like live streams are going to be a thing. Um, you know, when this all is better again, you just think about, you know, a band that some bands release a record and then they go on tour a month or two later. Right. Because it's like it's like a good time to release the record and then like they let it simmer and people and that way they get to the shows everybody's singing the songs because i don't think i don't think anybody likes new new music like people love new music but they don't it's like they love hearing that old shit that they can sing along to yeah especially in the live setting i I couldn't agree more yeah when i when i like your, your your big fans love that you put out new songs right but when you can go and you can sing all you play all those jams that they can all sing along to it's much more of a party you play a new song like we've done it so many times we'll go on tour and we'll like we just released this song today you know and we're on the road and no one knows it and they're just like there's just kind of watching like staring at you not moving just kind of taking it in doesn't mean they don't like it doesn't mean that it sucks or anything but they're just taking it in they're like oh this is cool and the reaction is a little is not as big as you'd hope it to a be. A bit you know? lackluster. Yeah, lackluster, you know. Yeah. But that's just because it's like, oh, okay, cool. All right, I'll, I'll learn that. And maybe three months later when you come back, I'll, I'll know it. Yeah. But like, <laughs> um, but you know, we play Walk Away and the place goes ape shit. You right, know? right. It's like, it's just, so my point was, imagine putting out a new record and the day that the record comes out, the band does a full live stream playing the record front to back or just doing a concert in general, just of all the hits or whatever. Like this live streaming is here to stay. And, you know, if if, if it wasn't before, it, it absolutely is now. Yeah. Andrew. Right. Well, what? Oh, I was going to say like a little inside baseball here. And I know we don't normally do this on the show, but like I'm thinking maybe we title this episode like, you know, make make your own content, make your own something with with Howie, because it seems like you got to <laughs> yeah. make your own. You, you need to, right. like you know, take take charge in these situations. Don't just be sitting there helpless. Yeah. 
Yeah, which brings me to a question I have. There's, you know, you're someone who, I mean, even a year ago when we talked to you, you were wearing a lot of hats, but now the hats have doubled or tripled in how many you wear sometimes. But there are a lot of people out there, especially now with all this time, like they want to create new things that they haven't been creating. And maybe they're like a little nervous to do that. Like you see all these YouTubers or like movie stars or whatever, they try putting out music and people are like, what are you doing? Just stick to what you're doing. Or like vice versa, like Jack Black started a, a, a gaming YouTube channel that I have not oh, checked out. So really? like, wow. That has that. to be insane. It's amazing. So it's, like it's great. with all that stuff, like do you have any advice for someone who maybe is like, well, now that I have the time, like I'm only a Twitch streamer, maybe now I can try doing like different kind of YouTube videos or I'm a musician and I want to try doing, you know, something on YouTube. Like, is there a way to do that without coming off as just like, hey, I'm trying to get more money doing a different thing. Like, how do you how do you just expand your empire, if you will, like so effortlessly? Yeah, the I mean, look, ultimately what you're doing is you're creating, hopefully creating multiple revenue streams. That that is just that is the world we live in now. Okay. Right. Like and we're totally capable. Like people have to shed this old world thinking. And when I say old world, I mean like five years ago. You know what I mean? Like right. it's just like things are different now. We're in right. the 21st things, century. Things move quickly now. Things move a lot quicker, man. There's going to be so much crazy shit happening like on the tech side, like 10 years within the next 10 years, like things you can't even fathom are going to be happening. And like, who, who knows know, what 5G is going to allow us to even go further with right. when that Dude, fully hits, you know? The, when everything is completely connected at all times at super fast speeds, life is going to change immensely. Um, when you have self-driving trucks on the road, man, it's going to be, it's going to be a weird thing to see, but eventually, you know, 10, 15 years from now, it's going to be just normal. We're like, Oh, there's a, there's a, you're not even going to think about it. You know, yeah, some Tony Stark um, shit, <laughs> Tony Stark shit. Seriously, man. Iron Man is going to exist. Yeah. Um, I, uh, no, I, you know, ultimately, yeah, you're, you're trying to create revenue streams. Um, because I think we all need to, like, the jobs that we have now are, a lot of them are outdated. You know, um, there's plenty of things that are going to be, they're going to be taken over, you know, by AI and such, you know, in the next yeah, 10 years Already or so. like cashiers, just to name one. I walked, yeah, dude, I was in a, uh, my, my grocery store, my local grocery store down the street here now has, I think it's eight self-checkout stations. That's eight jobs. Yep. You know? That's eight jobs, and and it that's just one little grocery store in one little town in in the United States. Um, yeah. it's just it's happening right under our feet. Like people just need to see it, need to open their eyes and pay attention, and they need to be using this time to build something. And it, there's no like, oh, he's just trying to make money. No, if you're giving something that people want, that people are interested in, they don't think of it that way. They think of it like, oh my God, I'm totally going to subscribe to this for 10 bucks a month or whatever. Or I'm totally going to pay this guy 20 bucks for whatever. Or I'll pay this guy 200 bucks to draw me something. You know, like mm -hmm. this right. isn't specifically music. This is creative in general. For um, sure. The people can, uh, this guy hit me up, wanted to use our music in a cooking show that he's doing. And the production value is not even that crazy. It's just, I think it's, it might be multi-cam, but like, yeah, I think he has a green screen too. But like, it's just, these are all things. I've got three green screens. You can buy for like 20 bucks on, on Amazon. You know right. what I mean? Like, the, like you just got to use your imagine, imagination. If you're not the type that has something that you, I don't know, like, I feel like everybody, every person has some sort of talent. Somebody can do something cool and interesting, right? Some people don't think that they, that they can do anything with that. And it, to me, you know, you just have to, 
be able to see the bright side and, and like really think positive about it because you literally can take your phone. I've said this so many times. Take your phone. It's got a video camera on it, and you can fucking start a cooking show. You know what I'm saying? Like put it. <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah, percent. YouTube it is free. Yep. It's free. You and you get a friend that knows how to edit video. You know, just or don't even edit it. Just put it up. Like I don't know, man. I just feel like there's so many tools, free tools at our disposal. Yeah. If you have any bit of imagination, you can really make something and it's going to look like shit probably at the beginning. Don't worry about how it looks or how it sounds yet. Like obviously make it the best you can, but don't wait around until you have the gear that you need. If this, all this stuff I have is from years of building, you know, years of like as a trial and error. What do you want for Christmas? I'm like, you know what? I really would like to get this microphone, you know, or or money towards this microphone because all the shit I want is super expensive. I can't ask somebody to buy a thousand dollar microphone for me, yeah, right? Yeah. Right. But I can say, hey, if you want to put fifty or hundred bucks, you know, in a card, I can put that towards this thing, mm-hmm. you totally. know, like and you I'm can sure ha- your family members. Santa helps, man. Santa's, Santa is the man. Santa's legit, man. Like a b- mad respect, big up Santa Claus. Um, uh, you know, I, I just feel like uh, if you have something that you want to do, you just got to do it. There's no, don't wait. Um, I, I, I don't know how else to say it, you know. And and if you want to start a video game channel, there are certain services specifically for that, you know. Start playing video games. And, you know, don't think money first. Like I didn't do, when I started the podcast, it wasn't like I could make money from this. It was like, I just want to do this cool thing. As long as it's something that in your mind is like, I just want to do this cool thing and put it out to the world. That is how it should start. It should never be like, you know, I could, I bet I can make some money doing this, you know, because you will, you will be very frustrated. You'll be very disappointed because the money doesn't come for a long time. Yeah. I mean, now is the time. I couldn't agree more. Like, I don't know. Me and Andrew have made like four dollars off of this whole podcast this since it started but it just feels good to put something out there especially now people are hitting us up like our friends are like dude like sorry i'm so late to check out your podcast but i finally have the time and i'm going back and binging and i'm like cool well this feels good and this right, is yeah. why we started this in the first place so yeah i mean it's more. like those those mastercard commercials were kind of silly but like they kind of have a point where there's some things where it's like yeah you spent money on this or you made a little money on this but like the feeling of putting out, like you said, something that someone is like, yo, this is awesome. Thank you for this. Like that is better than the check. Most of the time. I feel that. Now, Howie, before we let you go here, what have you been doing to sort of unwind in these quarantine times? Like, I know you said you pretty much have to tell yourself to not work, but, but when you can finally, you know, turn that off, what are you going to, what are you watching? What are you consuming? Like, like what's just like been your quarantine watcher player or whatever, or read maybe. We've been doing a lot of, um, you know, uh, like at night, when late at night when I shut the studio down. Like, Danielle likes to watch uh, horror movies and, like, uh, drug documentaries, like, you know, nice. people, like Mexican cartel, like, just The real-life scary like that. shit. Yeah, <laughs> real-life shit. And, like, you know, like, we were watching the Menendez Brothers thing last night, like, um you know, American Horror Story when it's on. I love watching that show. Um, but uh, yeah, things things like uh, there, uh, there's this hotel in LA. I can't remember what it's called right now. Um, but like, uh, I guess a bunch of bad stuff happened at this hotel, and, and so and there's so there's like a 
couple seasons worth of episodes that's how much bad shit has happened it's all different <laughs> oh stories <my> <laughs> like and wow yeah okay. and apparently like uh, richard ramirez like stayed at one of the rooms at one point and some guy got uh it was pretty cool let me tell you this i'll try to tell you the story real quick um this guy shows up he says he's a writer he's an author and he gets to do some ride-alongs with cops to like uh to like murder scenes where like hookers are killed and he stays at this hotel that Richard Ramirez stayed at because he's he's like uh, writing a book about him, I think. Um, he tries to stay in like the same room that he was in and everything. Uh, when the cops get a call about a new murder, he gets to go with them. He's there for uh, like a month or so. Um, so he's getting to see all this stuff. And he's very, he's asking the cops questions. He's all, he's all into it. And uh, learning about Richard Ramirez, because I guess this all happened, the, the Night Stalker stuff was in L.A. And um, he uh, he ends up, he's like, cool, thanks so much for, uh, you know, I got to go back to wherever he's from. I think he lived in some other state or maybe even Canada or something like that. Goes, goes back to, he leaves L.A. And so what they figured out was uh, when this guy showed up, more hookers started getting killed right oh no and more murders <laughs> yeah so turns out this guy was a serial killer oh no and he was killing these girls and riding along with the cop to the the murder scene to the crime scene oh my gosh they say they say that killers like to like to go back to the scene and like see the reactions and stuff yeah. of people you know <laughs> and so this guy was right under the nose is killing killing these girls and like that's uh, got away. Crazy. What's the yeah, name? Yeah, he ended up getting. You know, sounds uh, like some I, I, terrible I, policeman. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, right. It's awful police work. Um, I will. Uh, I'll have to. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, hotel something. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm Hulu. sure just Fuck. Google Richard Ramirez hookers dying Netflix yeah. and you'll find it. Right. Like yeah. a, ho a hotel, like a murder hotel or crime hotel or in L.A. or Hollywood or something like that. It, it'll, it'll probably pop up. Wow. Damn. But um, yeah. Couldn't believe it, man. And he ended up getting popped for something else later and he got sent to jail. And he ended up, I think he killed himself. But, like, isn't that crazy? Like, he wanted to be Richard Ramirez, basically. You know? Like, and he almost did, I guess. Yeah, it's it wild. That's insane. Yeah, I well, guess that's, uh, that's like the whole Manson thing, right? They all wanted to be like him. So they kind of, like, went out and, like, you know. Oh, I guess not. I guess that's yeah. different. Um, once upon a time, yeah, Charles really Manson was for me. <laughs> Charles Manson was his own kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I, for, I forget who I'm talking about. Yeah. I know there was one guy who like inspired followers. I mean, I'm sure that happens more. There's so. a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There's a lot yeah, of there's them. There's a now. lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of damaged people out there that'll follow anybody. Mm. Well, hey, you know, like I said, true crime it. really isn't my thing, but uh, you know, that's true. <laughs> I'm I'm on a Marvel movie uh. rewatch right now. Hence the, the Tony Stark reference earlier. I just yeah. I just watched Iron Man yesterday, or at least I had it on anyway. When it's, when yeah, I just I was just I was setting up the pod. I was halfway through. I got to the part where he's like kind of getting getting to know the um. Uh, I guess it's like a half hour in in like where he's getting to know his like uh his cellmate, if you will, that that Russian scientist guy. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, wow, I forgot all of this. So yeah, I forgot how long that beginning part of the movie is. I've yeah, also yeah. read a bunch of times that whatever language they're speaking in the beginning of that movie, that they're literally just describing the plot of the entire movie before the movie starts, just in that language. Oh, wow, really? that's hilarious. That, I've read that so many times. And that's why and there's really no subtitles. To... And that's why there's no that's subtitles. Wonderful. Jeez. That's probably my, my favorite Marvel movie of all time, is Iron Man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely it's, up there. It's the one that kicked it all off. 
and it was you know even next to infinity war and all that like i like i just really i don't know end game was obviously great both of those movies are great um and then civil war probably is my second yeah, favorite civil war, civil war was pretty sick yeah and then you've got infinity war and end game like obviously great it's it's they they're probably neck and neck with with iron man but uh iron man just something about it man i just love Robert Downey Jr. is so yeah, fucking that great. early and, and Tony Stark before he's humbled like almost at all, but you still yeah, like very, him. Like, yeah, he really connects yeah. with that that character. You know, especially like if you if you realize what yeah. he was coming off of in his personal life too around that time. It's he, he is Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah he's exactly. just a he's just a less tech savvy Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Incredible man. He's a, he's a great actor too. You know, he just he's he he kind of plays himself a little bit, but it's just. It, Man, really, really good. Yeah. For me, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 is my favorite Marvel film. Just the power of that soundtrack is, I mean... Great yeah. movie, man. Yeah, like, everything's great, Both of those are great. Yeah, the second one's awesome, too. I can't wait for the fourth. They I got mean, delayed, obviously, because, you know... Groot, Groot is probably my favorite character that Vin Diesel has ever played in his entire <laughs> career, except except maybe the Iron Giant. Okay, I ah. hear you. When he says almost nothing, that's when he's the best actor. That's when he's at his best, huh? I could agree with that. <laughs> except when he's at his best. Chronicles of Riddick did slap. I will have to remind everyone Don't, about that. No, it didn't. So, well, you know. It's all about the moments we create. You don't have to speak. It's just the moments <laughs> we create. Exactly. That's a good note to end on. Well, yeah. That, Especially since this is going to be like the longest episode we've put up, I think. Well, yeah, <laughs> but, but we do have a set question, Howie, that we introduced to the show before sure. we let you go here. So you can True. obviously elaborate afterwards, but we've been finding that there's something, for me and Andrew, super interesting, but also powerful about like when you ask someone how they think about themselves as a creator, as an artist, what's that one word that comes to mind? Because I know how I describe myself. And so I'm always curious, like what, what, what's the little tag people put on themselves? So do, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when asked that question? <sighs> um, just driven, mm-hmm. you know, that for, for me, it's, you know, without, without sounding like egotistical or anything like that, it's hard to put a label on yourself. Like, oh, I'm, I'm really good at what I do. Like, um, it's just driven there. You can't deny that. Like I'm, I'm very, uh, <clears throat> I just love what I do. I'm excited to do what I do. I'm like, I'm, I'm proud and happy and grateful that I can make a living off of it. You know, it's something that took 25 years to build, um, and uh, it, it, you know, it it started with wanting to be in a band when I was six years old. Finally, started when I was 14, but I never thought that, like, I wanted I was gonna do anything like a podcast or you know, I just I knew I was gonna make stuff, but like I I wanted to make movies and I was always on that creative side, you know, art, drawing, things like that. Writing scripts and stuff for funny comedy sketches and things with my friends and doing dumb shit like you know there I have funny videos of me and my they may not be that funny to anybody else but me and my brother and our friends like goofing off doing sketches and stuff with the video camera um, I'm sure a lot of kids have that but we didn't have YouTube back then you know so like we were like ten years away from YouTube at that point and you know had we had it then who knows where where it would have went but um, I don't know. It was nice. It's it's awesome to see the, the the music break off into other things. Like I'm a record producer. I can mix records now, and that's something I just just this past year have felt good about doing is mixing. Um, but I I again I spent five years honing that skill, like watching YouTube videos and Lynda.com, and you know just watching paying for webinars and things, watching guys mix and 
why they did that and how compressors work. It's just, if you, if you want something, you have to work for it and you have to put in the time and, you know, there's no, life doesn't care about you. You know, the, the cosmos doesn't care about you. It's going to throw whatever it's going to throw at you. You just have to, uh, it's, it's the way you react to it. It's how you react. It's how you, uh, respond, you know, it's how you, uh, you push through. You know, I don't know. How you it's, drive through. It's how you drive through, man. It's like, and if you're a driven type of person, you're not going to let anything get in your way. And I've lost relationships and lost jobs, you know, because this is what I want. And, uh, and now it's like, I can go back and be like, fuck, I'm so happy I did that. I'm so happy that I stayed with this because I don't want to be 80, 90 years old and be like, I wish I would have tried that. I really hope that people especially right now now is the time learn a skill or hone a skill that you have or start going on on youtube or instagram or make a podcast do something with it you know yeah. you don't have to work that shit job forever you really can make the transi- transition couldn't couldn't agree more and and to add on for top sure. of that i think the biggest discovery for me um, in this episode, and again, thanks for always being so forthcoming and just open with, you know, your information and, and your and your journey and just imparting the knowledge. Even when you're clocked out, stay stay a little bit clocked in. You know, watch content that you want to produce, that you want to study. I think that's something that we can all be doing, sort of off the clock as as freelancers to just keep growing and learning. And and you know, you'll watch a good Joe mm-hmm. Rogan episode out of it as well. So it's not going to be the worst. Um, with, with yeah, that, watch a video about how to watch a video about how to. Uh, uh, I don't know, whatever it is you're into, like watch video. Oh, how do I do that? Or even how do I, how do I uh, edit video? You know, like right. do that, do that instead of, you know, housewives of New Jersey, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, do, do anything instead of that. Know. But yes, I, I agree. Yeah. I, I pulled that out of my ass, but like, <laughs> just, you know, it's, you can Netflix and chill or you can sit there and you can work on your shit, you know, but just, just know that the longer you stay away from the craft or honing the craft, the longer it's going to take to achieve what you're trying to achieve. You know, yeah. if you want to, if you have to, if you're taking several hours off that night to, to watch a Netflix show, there's nothing wrong with that. That's totally fine. We need that. We need to get away for a little bit, but just know that it's going to take a little bit longer now. Yeah. Just realize you know? where you're investing your time. Yes. Yes. Realize, be aware, you know, don't, don't have any, any, uh, uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? Um, just don't don't like think that don't get mad at yourself or get mad at other people because your career isn't going forward the way you'd like it's no it's no one else's fault it's your own fault you 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 can you stand in your own way or you get out of your own way could you not right. agree more it, it's it, it's your decision. Yeah. Amazing, Howie. Thank you so much. And you know guys, I'm speaking about sort of, you know, being on the clock while you're off the clock and you can do that. Coming this week, I think you said May seventh. Howie Bally, who's doing doing a live stream of sorts, is is my correct in saying that? Yeah, yeah. We just booked it yesterday, I think. So very cool. So what can we expect? Uh, May May seventh. Um, at the time of this recording, I do not know. I don't know what we're okay. doing. We may cover <laughs> another. We may do another album front to back. I don't know. That means I gotta. I better get off of here and start learning <laughs> songs. Or, um, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll do. There's a, there's ideas. There's acoustic stuff. There's a half hour of covers i I don't know like we want to do something cool and interesting and fun well guys so either way it's going to be cool interesting and fun exactly you guys got something to look forward to and and how you're 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 burning it at all ends so i mean plug away my friend 
let let the people know what you want them yeah. to know. You know the deal. <laughs> uh, s- subscribe to my podcast on uh, YouTube or or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, been doing a lot of video podcasts lately. Tales from the Green Room. Um, check out my music, Howie Spangler or Ballyhoo, wherever you listen to music. It's, it's there. Um, we're on all the major platforms, uh, you know, and of course, socials, Instagram and Facebook and wherever else. I do have a TikTok. I have like 30 followers. I never use it. Same. I need to take my own take my own advice and get on there, but I don't know how to dance. So <laughs> Yeah, that is. Uh, I'm not sure what else to do. Um, and uh, yeah, just just uh, thanks for the support. Thanks for listening and watching and taking in all the content and you know i hope it's helping for sure and guys thank you if you've made it this far we just would like to remind you that we do have an episode in the past with howie where we sort of dove into his origins and kind of just got to know each other on that pod and i think there's a lot of good wisdom to also be learned in in that episode as well as well as and andrew we've also spoken with some other artists in in a similar vein too haven't we yes but before that i was going to say we were also on an episode of tales of the green room i believe it was episode 69 so go back and listen (laughs) to that one and all of them all right oh yeah nice yeah but yeah we've also spoken to a lot of uh of howie's peers like greg from cashed out uh tunnel vision bumping uglies just to name a couple and a couple coming up we have uh we're, we're, we're chatting again with gabo of fayuka we're looking forward to that one as well and uh we're going to be speaking yeah. with, uh, with k-bong so you know if you guys have been here for our show for a little while we appreciate you coming and if you're just joining here hopefully we have more of what you're looking for either way everyone stay safe out there enjoy this time try to be something do something productive in this time enjoy family time out of it and uh you know with, with that being said howie as as is show tradition is there a song you'd like to leave the people with here today uh, let's go with dark sunglasses because um, everybody needs to get a little drunk sometimes and just forget Beautiful. things. Hell yeah. Here you guys go. Here's <laughs> Unless you're an alcoholic where you probably shouldn't be getting drunk. <laughs> but then you know who you are. So Yep. Here is uh, dark sunglasses. <laughs> Hope it helps. I'm talking with Andrew and Chris. Be safe out there, everyone. See ya. Oh, well, I woke up on the beach. I think I went too hard on the shots of whiskey. No shoes up on my feet. Lucky I still have my dark sunglasses. I need you, I need you, I need you to tell me what I did last night. Cause it's really fuzzy. Tell the truth, tell the truth now. Please don't lie. I think I got a problem. I apologize, yeah. I just wanna block it out. Take me back to where it started I don't remember blacking out But I know it went wrong So I put on my dark sunglasses Till the hangover passes I'm gonna figure out what happened last night When I put on my dark sunglasses I'll be rising from the ashes So I can figure out Get kicked out of the bar. I think I threw up right behind the wall. I left my phone in someone's car. I thought we would just hit happy hour. I need you, I need you, I need you to tell me what I did last night. Cause shit went crazy. Tell the truth, tell the truth now. Please don't lie. I think I got a problem. I apologize, yeah. I just wanna block it out. Take me back to where it started I don't remember blacking out But I know it went wrong
I put on my dog. 